0: Sam Howell has regressed these last four or five games. Absolutely. There's no denying that. But why? What are the reasons he has gone south? Let's take a deep dive into it on today's Daily Commanders Update for 19 December. Let's go. (music) Greetings and salutations and welcome to your Daily Commanders Update here on Ref the District. I am the stoner. We are a proud member of the Believe Network and we appreciate everybody who is checking us out right now. Make sure you hit that like, hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on the audio platform, make sure you leave a rating and review. We appreciate all of you who do so. Spread the word. We appreciate it. Look, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Cheeseman and his replacement. We're going to talk a little bit about Emmanuel Forbes, but let's not bury the lead here. We're talking about Sam Howell today. And there are some things going on these last four or five games that are, I, I, let's be honest, they're study, uh, stunning. I think what I've said here in our show yesterday and our day after reckoning is that right now, when I watch him, I think Carson Wentz from last year. I have no confidence that he's going to be able to make a play, make the necessary plays to keep this offense going. And that's not what I felt for most of the season. Most of the season, I felt like he was Kirk Cousins. When he was with the uh Redskins. That's what it felt like. I just felt like every time he went drop, every time he dropped back, something good was gonna happen. But now I just I watch him and I'm like, I don't think anything's good is gonna happen. He's gonna leave a clean pocket a lot of times and he's gonna make bad decisions. What happened these last four or five weeks? Well, let's let's take a look, first of all, at the statistics of what's been going on from Week one through week nine, I believe. And then since then, let me get the uh, exact chart up here first so that we can uh, discuss properly. Here's the chart. Weeks one through eight when Washington was three and five. Look, the record wasn't great, but not as bad as they've been the last six weeks, weeks nine through 15, uh, when Washington has been one and five. So the first eight games, he was pretty darn good. We were all talking about quarterback of the future, build around him, draft linemen, get some more playmakers, draft some guys on defense to help him out. He's the guy. Now we don't know, but just look at these numbers right here. His passer rating was at a 90. These last six games, 75 and a half. Completion percentage went from 67% to 62%. His passing yards went from 268 yards per game to 237. His rushing yards has gone up a little bit. Yards per attempt is down. His uh, air yards per attempt is down. His TD touchdowns per attempt is down. His interception per attempt is up, which you don't want it to be, obviously. Now, sack percentage has gone way down. He was on pace for over 100 sacks early on. Now he's on pace to actually not break the all-time record, which is which is great. Hopefully he can continue that in the last game, one sack. Pass plays of 20-plus yards percentage is almost the same. The blitz percentage is actually down, so they're blitzing less, and he's having more trouble. That means they're dropping more guys into coverage. That could be a factor here. And his EPA per drop back is, uh, is just right about the same. So. Look, those are some great stats to be able to look at, but again, why is this happening? Why is he regressed these last 6 games? And I've written down a bunch of potential reasons. You're going to have to let us know if these are good reasons. What reason do you think it is? A lot of people say the offensive line. Well, the offensive line has been bad all year. So maybe it's the offensive line just in general has uh, really hurt him. In those last six games, they've changed offensive lines. They've gotten rid of Nick Gates and Sadiq Charles, and now they're back to Tyler Larson and Chris Paul, although Sadiq Charles played the entire second half last week. Chris Paul's PFF numbers, woof, like 15% in pass protection. I was wrong about Chris Paul. I'll admit it. But I was just kind of open as well, just kind of goofing a little bit. Is it the O-line? Is it because teams now have six, seven, eight, nine games of film on him and they can understand how to properly defend him? Is that the case? Look, We looked at the numbers in terms of blitz percentages down. They don't really need to blitz anymore, put more guys in coverage, and maybe that's his kryptonite. What about he's just shell-shocked from those first eight games of getting sacked so many times? And he's got the old David Carr syndrome. And he's just shell shocked back there, going back, lost the confidence, lost the swagger. Could that be it? Um, what about the theory of his receivers are not separating? I don't, I don't buy that one. But there are there are data points out there that say the receivers are not getting separation. But if you're playing mostly zone. Then you're gonna have more opportunity less opportunities to separate man to man. You saw it with Terry Terry in the in the second half when Jacoby was playing QB. Terry can separate. Stop with that. But the data points say he hasn't been separating. I don't know. That's a theory. What about the the offense is just not a good fit for him? Eric Biennemi's offense is just not a good fit. Is that one? What about the it's the late season wall that he's, that he's hitting kind of, we used to call it the rookie wall. Now he didn't play last year, except for the one game, but you know, he's used to 11 games, maybe 12 games in college. Now he's in games, 13, 14, 15. Maybe he's just kind of hit that quote unquote rookie wall where he's never played this many games in a season against, you know, this high level competition. That's another theory. I'm just, Throwing theories out there because I can't explain it, and I need you all to help me explain it. A couple more here. Is everybody checked out? And so maybe the offensive line is checked out. Maybe the receivers are checked out. I don't buy that one. It's a theory I've seen. And listen, here's here's one that I kind of think is, is a solid, valid theory. The defenses they've been playing the last few games are better defenses than they played in the first few when they were playing defenses like Denver when they were at their worst, and they were playing an Eagles defense. Look, we've seen the Eagles defense, not good. Now all of a sudden they're playing defenses like uh they've played the Seattle defense, which is really good. They played um this past they played the Dolphins defense, which we saw just shut out the Jets. Now the Jets offense is bad, but they shut a team out. That's hard to do in the NFL. And then, of course, uh, they had Dallas defense that smoked them pretty good. And then, of course, uh, this past week, just a couple of days ago, with the Rams, the Rams have a good defense. And now they're going to be facing the Jets, the Niners, and the Cowboys. So I don't know. These are all theories that are possible for the regression, but you can't deny that the regression is not there. So, look, if you want to bet on Sam Howell, bet on Sam Howell. If you want to bet at all, hey, look, Go to Bet Online. Uh, all the major sports are in action, with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this year. Head to the website to get in the action. Remember to use the promo code Believe B L E A V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And look, bet responsibly too. We always push that as well. Bet response responsibly. Don't bet like me. I, I think I've said this before. I I've lost like 24 bets in a row. This was last year. And I decided to make one more bet and empty my account. And I went over six and a half wins on the commanders. And the only way I'm getting there is if they win the last three. Maybe I'm the reason that the commanders are not good this year. Uh, okay, a couple of other things uh, before we get out of here on the daily commanders update. These are important things as well. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Emmanuel Forbes, right? I mean, if Emmanuel Forbes is one another one of those enigmas. Is he was he overdrafted, or has he not been coached properly? I don't know the answer to that either. But he returned from injury this week, and he only played six out of seventy-five snaps. Six. And Ron Rivera said he was benched in favor of Quan Martin. Ron says that that was a lot more about what Quan was doing and really what we had as a matchup going into this game. Can't defend Emmanuel Forbes anymore. Maybe he was overdrafted. Maybe they got the wrong guy. Maybe he's just not good enough. I don't know what's going on, with For- but maybe he's just had bad coaching. They got rid of the um, defensive back coach. They got rid of the defensive coordinator. Ron's now calling plays. Nothing's different from before. Maybe a good offseason with new coaching will help. I don't know, but that Forbes pick is not looking great. It's too early to call him a bust. Not going to call him a bust. But when you're getting benched in favor of the second-round pick, who was being benched at the beginning of the year because he wasn't good enough. What is going on with this draft this year? Not just this year, all of his drafts. We'll get deeper into all of Ron's drafts after he loses his job on January 8th, 2024. Black Monday was when he will be relieved of his duties. We all know this. Um, And then also let's uh, give you a roster update. We all know what happened with uh, Cam Cheeseman. He was released on Monday after that horrific game. Washington did sign long snapper Tucker Addington to the practice squad. I think the whole practice squad thing is kind of semantics. You know how it works. You can be on the practice squad and called up for a game day roster spot without being added to The 53-man roster, so that's probably what they're doing with him. You can only do it twice. The third time, you got to pay the guy uh, a regular salary. So we'll see what happens. Maybe they're going to use one guy this week, use another guy the next week, or and so on. Whatever they got a new long snapper. Had to be done. Had to let Cam Cheeseman go. It's very unfortunate that he was drafted uh, by the Commanders. They moved up in. His draft in the 2021 draft to uh, to get Cameron Cheeseman, a long snapper, which is I don't think ever a good idea. That you draft a um, a long snapper with that pick with with any draft pick. What are we doing with the draft pick there? But I, I'm trying to bring up the uh, the draft of that year, 2021. They moved up to draft him now in the sixth round, but still. But that draft is Jamin Davis, okay, Sam Cosme, solid piece, St. Juiced, mm-hmm. Diami, he's probably not back, Bates, uh, okay, Forrest, uh, okay, and then you got Cheeseman, you got William Bradley King, who is on and off, on and off, on and off, and now he's off with the Patriots, Shaka Tony, who's been suspended for the year for gambling, and then Dax Milne, who was on IR, but was basically a practice squatter as well. Not a great draft in 2021. But uh, Cam Cheeseman has been let go. And Tyler Abing- uh, Addington is now your new long snapper for at least this week. He Look, Cam Cheeseman was bad. He was bad on Sunday. He had that dribbler back to Tressway and got Tressway pounded. And, and uh, uh, I think he just kind of had the wind knocked out of him. And then on the extra point later on, it was another bad snap. That, and it's been like this all year, all year, and that's his only job. It's crazy to me that that's his only job, and he can't do that. It's not like he's a receiver where he has to run a bunch of different routes and learn a you know a complex offensive scheme and all this other stuff, and then get out there and snap the ball. That's his only job. When he goes to practice, that's all he practices. When he's on the sideline, that's all he practices. And he can't even do that right. It's just shocking to me that somebody who is a draft pick can't even do that simple of a job. It's not simple relative to me being able to do it, but it's simple in terms of I'm an NFL player, and that's my job. It should That's one of the easiest jobs you will have in the NFL. What's easier than long snapper on an NFL team? Punter's diff- more difficult. Kicker's more difficult. Give me one. I'm trying to think. Third-string quarterback? Even That one's a little bit difficult. You got to chart all the plays and everything. Man, you get a lot of work to do on that day. All right, but uh, that'll do it for uh, today's Daily Commander's Update. Appreciate everybody being here, checking us out. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe button. Share with everybody that you know. If you're listening on audio, make sure you hit, you leave a rating and review. Let everybody know what's going on here at Rep the District. We are a proud member of the Believe Network. This has been brought to you by Bet Online. And until next time, be a fan.